first and 10, but 89 yards to go. Deflected in the air and caught for the touchdown by Chris Kelsey. Unbelievable. Welcome to Sharing the Victory, the national weekly radio program from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. We've got a great program for you today. Host Ron Brown visits with Chris Kelsey, defensive end for the Buffalo Bills. It's an opportunity the Lord has given me, a platform that he's given me, to share the, the blessings that he's given me, and to uh, try to do things the right way for him and for his glory. I'm not accepting praise for myself, but uh, you know, magnifying his name after the games. Ron will also catch up with former college football coach and current TV analyst Mike Gottfried. And the head basketball coach at the University of Washington, Lorenzo Romar, talks about boasting in the Lord. You want to be big time? Be able to boast that you not only have a relationship with God, but you understand how God works. And now here's University of Nebraska assistant football coach Ron Brown, the host of Sharing the Victory, standing by with his first interview. My guest today is Chris Kelsey, defensive end for the Buffalo Bills. And I personally know Chris because in the years that I coached at the University of Nebraska, Chris uh, obviously was a great player for the University of Nebraska. And Chris, welcome to uh, FCA's national radio show, Sharing the Victory. Oh, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to, uh, to be a part of it. Chris, you know, when I think of you, I think of a competitive spirit. I remember when you walked in there as a, uh, as a true freshman, you had a feisty competitive spirit. Um, and as I contrast your days at the University of Nebraska from now as a present player with the Buffalo Bills, you're talking differently. You're still this competitive guy, but now you have a different reason for competing, and now you've changed who you compete for. Could you explain a little bit more about what, what you mean by that? Well, coming up, um, especially when you're young, um, it's easy to get selfish. It's easy to play for yourself. Everybody wants to get to the next level, to the professional level, where you can start making a lot of money, um, get the fame, the, the self-recognition that, that you seek. But this has all played out for me over the course of the last you know, eight, nine years. I've achieved all that. I've, I've gotten the recognition. I've, I've made the money, but there's still an emptiness in my heart. There's still something that wasn't being filled. And until I, I, I committed my life to Christ, until I accepted him as my Lord and Savior, mm. um, I wasn't happy. I, there was still something that, that just wasn't complete. And, um, uh, you know, I can honestly say that in college, I, I love the guys I played with. and I, I can't say that I wasn't just playing for myself. I was playing for them guys also. But you always have your own kind of uh, self-motivation and, and your own hidden agenda. Now it's an opportunity uh, in the professional field to, uh, to share the, the blessings that he's given me to others and be a role model to our youth and to uh, try to do things the right way um, for him and for his glory. I'm not accepting you know, the praise for myself, but uh, you know, magnifying his name after the games. Chris, tell us about your personal walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, what do you do on a daily basis to connect with Christ and to, and to be living for him and playing for him moment by moment uh, during the course of the day? I always sit part-time uh, early in the morning, first thing in the morning. I give myself about half an hour before I, I even leave uh, leave my house uh, when everybody's still in bed. I always um, go into my daughter's room and pray over her for a little while. My wife and I, you know, just recently within the last two years started praying with each other, and I think that's that's helped out our relationship a ton. We've always had a very close relationship, but it's just taken it to another level. But uh, then I'll, I, ha- I have a devotional that I do. I get in the Word. Uh, I think it's good to, to start the day off like that because, you know, the beginning, the first thing you do in the morning kind of sets the tone for your entire day. And, and uh, coming to work with a, with a good attitude and, and uh, you know, feeling close to God is, is, is shown uh, 
to work out very positively for myself as far as relating to the other players on the team, relating to the coaches, and know that the Lord is is present right there with you. And um, we have Bible studies throughout the throughout the course of the week. My wife, um, Natalie, actually hosts a women's Bible study for the wives at our house every Thursday afternoon. We do one at the stadium on Wednesdays afternoons. And then during the season, we have a, a family Bible study. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that we, we talk about in our Bible study here this offseason is, is about kingdomizing your career and um, doing that by serving the people around you, you know, ultimately serving God. If you wake up every morning wanting to go to work, you can do it. Um, to the best of your ability, wholeheartedly serving the Lord hmm. and helping others the same wise, kingdomizing your career, you'll be pleased, you'll be happy with, with what the Lord's blessed you with, and, and you know that it's going to uh, to work for, for, the, for the goodness of His kingdom. Kingdomizing your career. I love that. I mean, I've never heard that before, Chris. Well, that's that's a great paradigm to live out of, I think, for all our listeners, that uh, that we're all called to be ministers of the Lord Jesus Christ, not just those who are in the pulpit or in, quote-unquote, full-time ministry. You are a full-time minister, Chris Kelsey, as a defensive lineman for the Buffalo Bills for the Lord Jesus Christ, and uh, kind of a young minister of defense uh, in the wake of, uh, of the former Reggie White. So mm-hmm. we want to congratulate you for not, not not just your career, but, I mean, your your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, your obvious great growing in him and uh, what you're doing to stay active in the kingdom in kingdomizing your career for the Lord Jesus Christ with the Buffalo Bills. And uh, we wish you the very best in the Lord. Thank you very much. That was Chris Kelsey, a very mature young man, kingdomizing his career as a defensive lineman for the Buffalo Bills. And uh, we uh, certainly thank Chris for being on our show today. If sharing the victory has been a blessing to you, we would like to continue that. But we need your help. Do you know that you could give to this ministry by going online at sharingthevictory.com by clicking on radio? You can also, if you're so led to, mail a check to us at Sharing the Victory, 8701 Leeds Road, Kansas City, Missouri, 64129. And if you have any questions at all as you prayerfully consider this, please call us Monday through Friday at 1-866-STV-5031. Here's FCA President Les Steckel. The Fellowship of Christian Athletes is pleased to provide these national Sharing the Victory radio broadcasts each week on this station. We hope you like hearing outstanding Christian athletes and coaches like Tony Dungy, Sean Alexander, Jake Peavy, and John Wooden share their personal relationships with Jesus Christ. Since 1954, FCA has had the vision of seeing the world impacted for Jesus Christ by the influence of athletes and coaches. These radio programs are the newest piece of that vision. Their continuance and growth of sharing the victory is dependent on donations from ministry friends such as you. If these programs are ministering to you, would you be kind enough to let us know and help us with your tax-deductible donations? You may contact us during weekdays at Sharing the Victory by calling 866-STV-5031. That's 1-866-STV-5031. Five zero three one. Thank you very much. Hi, thanks for tuning back in to us. I'm Ron Brown, back with you on Sharing the Victory. Well, we're scanning the nation again, and it's time for FCA Across America with Lorenzo Romar, a great basketball coach at the University of Washington. Lorenzo had a solid career in the NBA, and he spent several years as a player and coach with athletes in action, sharing his faith all over the world. Lorenzo spoke earlier this year at the FCA Final Four Luncheon in Atlanta. Last week, you heard Lorenzo talking about how he received Christ as his Savior. 
Today, we're picking up with Lorenzo again as he shares what happened after that experience. Guess what happened? I played three years in the NBA, had never made any amount of money to be worth anything because remember, I was a seventh round draft choice. They just said, you're lucky you're here, partner, basically. I signed my biggest contract since I'd been in the league at that point. I'm thinking, praise God. Three weeks later, I was cut from that team. Hmm. Praise God. Two weeks later, the Milwaukee Bucks picked me up. I played with Milwaukee for a year. Then they cut me from the team. Three days after that, the Detroit Pistons picked me up. A few days after that, they cut me from the team. Now, you know, let me tell you something. I could have easily looked up into the heavens and said, Hey, God, uh, <laughs> you know, I was uh, doing fine without you. You know, I was in the NBA. I was even starting guard. And uh, now I put you first in my life. And I've been cut three times in a one year. What, what kind of program are you running up there? But I had studied the Word too much in that year. I had been in the Scriptures too much, and I understood that even though it appeared that I was failing on the outside, God had my back. He had things in total control. Total control. And the question I ask for a lot of people that get awards or during a successful moment, I just like to think uh, wherever he is, the good guy up there, can you say that when it seems like things aren't going right? I was able to because I knew that God was in control. And I was even able to thank him, my wife and I. Not thank you like, Lord, I got cut again. Hey, you're the man, all right. Not like that at all. But Lord, I don't know what's going on. We have our first child on the way. The checks have stopped. I don't know what's gonna happen, but I know you do. So thank you for allowing us to go through this situation because we know that you are teaching us something and you're molding us the way that you wanna mold us. Awesome feeling. I look back now and understand that there is nothing, good or bad, that God doesn't allow in our life to make you either come to know him or to make you more like his son Jesus. Nothing. Everything is all about what glorifies God. For me to know that is very powerful. So I can go back to Jeremiah when it says basically we've got nothing to boast about. You want to be big time? Be able to boast that you not only have a relationship with God, but you understand how God works. Then you can boast about that, but you're still boasting in God. I want to close and give everyone in here an opportunity to have that same relationship with the Lord if you don't or if you're not sure. You know, I think so. I mean, I was raised in the church. Well, I did something like that one time, but I'm just not sure you can be sure without a shadow of a doubt if you simply give God control. Understand that he has a plan for your life and he can't wait to get it rolling with you. Just can't wait. If you knew God's plan, if he just showed it to you, you might pass out from excitement and joy. But he can't act that plan out in your life until you give him your life to let him work. The Bible says that sin is separating us from letting God do his work, from having a relationship with him. Sin is simply doing what we want to do, not what God wants us to do. And we need to be forgiven for that sin. And that is through his son, Jesus Christ. And the Bible says if we ask Jesus Christ to come into our lives and take over, and we are sincere about it, he will change our nature. He will change 
our way of thinking. So if you have not asked Jesus Christ to come into your life so that you can know for sure if something happened to you today, you'd be in heaven with the Lord. Or between now and the time you meet the Lord, you will be able to have a life that is so joyful and peaceful it surpasses all understanding. Not to say you won't have problems. I got cut three times after it happened, but we still had a peace about it. If you want to do that, I would ask you to all bow your heads with me as I lead you in prayer. If you want to ask Jesus to your life, please repeat this prayer silently as I repeat it out loud. Lord Jesus, I need you. I realize that I've been trying to get closer to you or live my life on my own without you. Lord, I confess to you that I've done wrong and I acknowledge that you have paid a penalty for my wrong doing and I ask you to forgive me. I want you to come into my life, take over my life and make me be the person that you created me to be. And Lord, I promise you I will serve you all the rest of the days of my life. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer and you were sincere about it, the Lord says, I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you. Thank you very much. Wow, that was Lorenzo Romar earlier this year at the FCA Final Four luncheon. If you prayed that prayer, you are a Christian. Welcome to the family of God. If you've made that decision, that awesome decision, you got to contact us. We would love to know more about it and how to encourage you. You can also learn more about God's game plan for your life by going to morethanwinning.org. Still, there's more to come, including my conversation with Mike Godfrey. You got to keep it right here, though, on Sharing the Victory. How many of us have ever been one yard short of a victory of some kind? Les Steckel, the president of FCA, has written One Yard Short, Turning Your Defeats into Victories, about important life lessons learned from his 32 years as a coach. You'll want to be sure to get a copy of One Yard Short for all the sports fans in your life. It's available for only $15.99 at 1-800-386-0941 or go online at fcagear.com. Sharing the Victory is more than just a radio program or magazine. Sharing the Victory is available 24 hours a day at SharingTheVictory.com. At SharingTheVictory.com, you can click on radio and listen to the program online or subscribe to the podcast. There's also articles, testimonies from athletes and coaches, and a place for you to submit story ideas. You can also download Sharing the Victory wallpaper for your computer. Check us out online at SharingTheVictory.com. That's SharingTheVictory.com. And now back to Sharing the Victory with our host, Ron Brown. Where are they now? And our featured guest is Mike Godfrey. And I know that's a name that's very familiar with many of you sports fans. Mike uh, presently is a well-known ESPN broadcaster, does a lot with college football, has a remarkable football mind. He's been doing it for a lot of years and, of course, was a great coach at the college football world. And and so we know the Mike Gottfried of that. But, Mike, I want to welcome you to the show, and we're going to talk about some things, I think, that, that will really inspire America's audience today. Ron, I appreciate being on with you, and I appreciate what you stand for, and uh, so it's nice to have you on the airways. Well, Mike, uh, you know, one of the things that you and I both get to do 
is we still get to hang around sports and young people quite a bit. And uh, it's interesting that God would create an incredible passion for these areas of our lives that are so meaningful to us and yet to be right in the center of his will, that there's no compartmentalization between our faith in Jesus Christ and our love and our passion for sports and and young people. And so, Mike, obviously that passion that God gave you led you to found a ministry called Team Focus in 1999. And the goal of that is to provide fatherless young men with leadership skills, guidance, and an ongoing relationship with a mentor. Why don't you tell us uh, what led you to that? I mean, that just didn't pop out of nowhere. Something must have happened to you in your life for you to have that kind of a passion for young boys around America. Ron, my father died when I was 11 years old, early one morning on April 3rd, 1956. And my life changed. All of a sudden, I didn't have that person to to grab a hold on, to talk to, and to to mentor me. And uh, as I moved through life, in coaching like you, you saw a lot of single-family mm-hmm. young men come up into the, in the football team, and they were also, you know, they, uh, they were needing somebody to fill that father void. Some people never find anybody to fill that void. Mm-hmm. I really believe the Lord has blessed this organization. It's blessed the boys the single moms, the grandmothers who are crying out, Hmm. everybody under the umbrella of Team Focus. Wow. You know, Mike, I I had the distinct privilege of working one of your camps last summer. You have a camp in Mobile, Alabama, one in Washington, D.C., and I got to do the San Diego, California one last summer. And um, I'm going to tell you something. You had a bunch of inner-city young boys from Los Angeles and uh, some of their mentors from their neighborhoods and a few pastors, I I think, from the L.A. area. And I was astounded, Mike, and I'll tell you what really moved me was that you were tough on these guys. And it wasn't a baby camp at all. I mean, you were taking these guys through the ropes. You were strong in the discipline area. And it was uh, not only fun, but I I think it was really a, a life changer for me. You know, Ron, everybody wants discipline. Young men are clamoring for somebody to bless them, bless them with kind words. Words either bless or bleed. And mm-hmm. you need to be affirmed by a man. And uh, my mom did a great job, but she couldn't affirm me as a father. Now, my father, I knew he loved me. Mm-hmm. And I was always looking for somebody to say, hey, you're doing a good job. And that's what I think our role is in the church and in life is to step forward and help uh, young men and young women. I, I believe in affirmation that we have to give them attention, uh, affection, authority. You know, Mike, one of the things that I noticed about you at the camp last summer was you had a very busy schedule, but I saw you come into camp a little bit tired, and then I saw as you engaged with the boys, this energy just come firing out of you. And it showed me right then, this man, is he is gifted for this. And so when that passion begins to meet with the wreckage that we see in this country through families and the need of men and strong leaders, when those two marry, there is something very special about it, Mike. And that's why I've really appreciated you is that you went from being fired you know, in college football as a coach from a lifetime contract to where you could have just gone in the tank. But the gift in you that God had given you through what you had gone through in your life just kept firing away at you, and it led to put some flesh on it. And it is now touching uh, hundreds of youngsters around this country. You know, believe me, I was down. and But I really believe the Lord, you know, put this on my heart, and I believe that today. 
And I enjoyed coaching. And I can tell you, honestly, I always thought I'd never fill that gap of coaching because I thought that's what I'm made to do. I was born to coach. But, you know, we had a young man from Washington, D.C., Andre Taylor, who did poorly in school his first and second year. And all of a sudden, we got a hold of him his third year. And Andre Taylor had bad grades, but we worked to get him into junior college. He went down to visit that junior college, threw team focus, went back. They put him in, went back to the hotel with the coach. The coach left him for a half hour, came back, and he said, Andre, what have you been doing for the last half hour? And he said, Coach, I called everybody I've ever lived with. Because he lived mm-hmm. house to house in about 15 different places. Mm-hmm. And he said, I called them all, and I told them, I'm going to college. You know, Ron, that meant as much to me as the victory over Notre Dame mm-hmm. or Penn State or mm-hmm. Ohio State or anybody. And so I knew, you know, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Well, Mike, uh, you know, as an orphan myself and seeing people choose to include me in their life, I just speak on behalf of all the boys in America who are needing a male role model particularly one who knows Jesus Christ and will live for him. And I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you for allowing God to take your wreckage, personal wreckage in your own life, the disappointments of your dad dying and the ups and downs of all of that, the firing from coaching, and then being able to take that energy and use it in such a compassionate way. I know God is pleased and honored. And we just want to thank you for being our guest on our focus today. Where are they now? Thanks, Ron, and God bless you in all you're doing. You know, it's been an incredible year of ministry at the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. God is moving in a mighty way. And coming up next, FCA President Les Steckel will look back at the ministry's impact in 2007. That's when sharing the victory continues. Don't forget to add Sharing the Victory magazine to your shopping list. The December issue features 20 college quarterbacks, including sophomore sensation Tim Tebow of the Florida Gators. And of course, as in every issue, a challenging and insightful column by Ron Brown. Order your subscription to Sharing the Victory magazine by calling 1-866-STV-5031. That's 866-STV-5031. Or go to sharingthevictory.com. Ron Brown has two special guests next weekend on Sharing the Victory. He'll talk football with Danny Woodhead, the all-time leading rusher in NCAA history. I just wanted to get a shot at playing college football. I, I did get a shot, and I give all the thanks to God for that. Ron will also catch up with Kyle Rogue Jr. God met me at my point of need, and I understood that his love for me was an unchanging love. Plus, NFL Hall of Famer Mike Singletary delivers a special message on the next Sharing the Victory. Hi, Ron Brown again, welcoming you back to Sharing the Victory. All right, are you ready for FCA President Les Steckler? He's in the house for Coach's Corner. As 2007 comes to a conclusion now, in just a matter of days, every news station and every newspaper comes out with their own report of the year in review. Depending on their focus, they might emphasize political stories, weather, and a natural disaster, sports upsets, or any number of topics. Well, at the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, we are Christ-centered. And our focus is always on what Christ is doing to impact the lives of our nation's athletes and coaches, volunteers, parents, and sports fans. And wow, has 2007 ever been a tremendous year of opportunity and blessing for FCA. 
Allow me to share with you some of the amazing numbers for FCA's own 2007 year in review. In the past year, FCA has brought the gospel message to more than 2 million people for the first time ever in its 53-year history. And that was 700,000 more than in 2006. This was accomplished as the Lord worked through more than 32,000 separate FCA events on over 6,800 FCA-certified campuses, where over 340,000 students were regularly reached. The 2 million individuals include 42,000 who attended one of FCA's 240 different summer camps across America. All these numbers are records, but the most important statistic our staff reported was that there were 44,015 people committed their lives to Jesus Christ because of what they heard through FCA's various outreach efforts. We are excited to be a part of God's great movement across America in the world of sports. We are totally aware that this is all God's doing. We're absolutely humbled to realize God chose to accomplish these statistics through our ministry to athletes and coaches. And we clearly understand that these numbers are not just numbers. They are lives changed by the awesome grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And the great majority of these conversions were experienced by teenagers who may well have 60 to 70 or even 80 years of life to model their newfound Christian faith and minister to others for years to come. I hope this report thrills you like it does me, and also that you will want to come alongside of FCA and support our outreach through your prayers and financial support. This Sharing the Victory radio program is listener-supported. We want to make it more and more available in 2008. Would you help us do so? You can send your tax-deductible contributions to Sharing the Victory at 8701 Leeds Road, Kansas City, Missouri. The zip is 64129. Again, that address is 8701 Leeds Road, Kansas City, Missouri, 64129. Thank you so very much, and may God bless you abundantly today. Again, as every week, I'm looking forward to next weekend. We got a youngster who became the all-time leading rusher in NCAA history from Little Shadron State, and he's little Danny Woodhead, an incredible athlete. You got to listen to Danny. We also have Mike Singletary, that great former Bears linebacker who's been in the National Football League and coaching all over the place, and we're going to have Kyle Rote Jr., great soccer player. His dad was a great NFL player. Man, it's a great lineup. Have a great day. Remember, there's two ways of doing sports, God's way and man's way. Which will you choose? We'll be back again, same place, same time, next week on Sharing the Victory. Thank you for joining us today. We trust that this program is an encouragement to you. Your comments or questions are very much appreciated. You can always contact us online anytime at sharingthevictory.com. There's also a place for you to donate to this listener-supported ministry. Monday through Friday, you can call us at our toll-free number, 866-STV-5031. Again, that's 866-STV-5031. If you wish to write, our address at Sharing the Victory is 8701 Leeds Road, Kansas City, Missouri, 64129. Again, that's 8701 Leeds Road, Kansas City, Missouri, 64129. 
Have a great week. And don't forget to join us next time for Sharing the Victory. Sharing the Victory is a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. FCA is the heart and soul in sports.